Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the very V-A-R-Y Necessary Podcast. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Yay, yay. Uh-uh. Hey. Ah, we be clubbing. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh-uh. you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So, what's up? Oh. Congratulations. You did that so good. I forgot one part. What? And? And <laughs> make sure you subscribe, follow, share, and hit that five-star review. I don't want to do that today. What? You don't want your juice box wet? I don't want my juice box wet. My juice box dry. It's dry? Yeah. Mm. Don't be mm, acting, I was going to say something. Don't, don't be acting like y'all juice box be wet all the time. I would they, got see. A, they got a whole shelf of KY jelly for y'all love. I had that dry today. Dry juice box people. I had that KY today. <laughs> oh. You had to go see your baby. I had to go see. She went to, she went to go see our boyfriend. Oh, y'all yeah, boyfriend. She went to go see my boyfriend. His name is. What's, what's uh, G-Dog G first name? G. Um, is it Mark? Mm-mm. No, what is it? Well, we go what to the same gynecologist. I put her on him. He was my boyfriend first. He was. Can we give introductions first, please? Okay. Because I don't want to get any in trouble anymore. We don't want any more phone calls. For my father. That ain't my goddamn daddy. My daddy <laughs> named Ernest. Shit. Uncle Yusuf and Uncle Sierra. I know. Be uh, lecturing us and whatnot. See, a real name Cleophus. No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> Cleophus. Just, don't don't say that. I'm lying. Cleophus. <laughs> if gonna, it is, you know I'm going to fall me out. out. Well, he don't cuss, but he going <laughs> to no. fuss me out when he see me for calling him Cleophus. But I don't care. I fight boys too, Cleophus. Robert. Robert Grumbach. Okay. Robert. Go on, check in, Grandmama. Hello, this is Hood Rat Helen, as my BFF <laughs> called me, because I love to listen to trap music while I'm exercising. What, what was you playing, Hood Rat Helen? Got hey, money. Uh-uh. In the middle of the, the month. No, that was yesterday. Oh. Last week when you called me Hood Rat um, Helen, it was um, Get Money with T-Pain and oh. Lil Wayne. If you got money. Yeah. And you, you know it. Oh, you know, I, I hadn't heard that in a long time. Okay, so Title has it where you can do like a daily music discovery mm-hmm. and they base it on the artists that you have listened to mm-hmm. in Title. So it's a mixture of everything. So I get hip hop, gospel, country, R&B, because, you know, I like everything jazz. So, of course, you know, I've mentioned my hype songs before, and that was my hype song for the day because oh. I love that song. I but love you, it. you hype when you work out. I get hype. Yeah, That's how hype. I start walking. Yeah, and I walk fast. I start dancing. So if y'all ever see me Hip on Facebook. Helen. Yep, she called me no hood no, rat. Hood rat Helen. Hood rat hood Helen. Hood rat Helen. But, no, y'all, this is Sue checking in. How's everybody? We good. I, we fine. Right. We just fine and well and good. <laughs> they didn't like my little hood rat song I sent to them last night. No, oh, man. 
I just know they some haters. Look, I want, I, I want like all, it. I want all my um forty four. Like it was it. different. I want all I my like it. forty plus year olds that used to drop it like it's hot back in the day and still drop it every now and then when Gerald come over to pay bills. <laughs> um, and you like to twerk a little something, something like me. Um, I you know I, think we, I guess my twerk on. So I was listening to this song by Tiger and Moneybag Yo called Splash, and it got a little old loop beat to it. And boy, that thing just bought all the hoe out of me again. <laughs> I'm saying, oh, I done put my leg up and everything. Oh Lord! I said this might be. You know what song I'm gonna play on my birthday? What? what? That goddamn birthday song by Migos. Y'all heard it? Yes, yes I heard it. Yes, Ooh. I heard it. Yes. Y'all wait. We gonna do a whole live on my birthday oh, when that one come on. But I think with that song with um Moneybag and, and uh, Tiger, it wasn't bad. But if you are an old head like us, you want the original. Yeah. For this generation, they oh, like Luke. that's what they like. But we like Luke. We want the Luke. They took a old we Luke want Luke. song and turned Uncle it Luke. into the new it school. It didn't sit right with me. It was okay. And I usually I'm okay with some remixes and remakes, some of them, but it just didn't sit right with me. It was it wasn't bad. Mm-mm. I can I listen just, to it because you just, know sometimes y'all little old grandma people, y'all just can't <laughs> open up your mind to this new music. Y'all just be stuck in. Mm. No, because I the, love the they Migos. Took the old song and just I love put my body Migos. dress on for that. I love Migos. I love I Money Bag, yo. I um now let me tell you, I wasn't into Saweetie at first, but I like her Is now. Yeah, it's Saweetie. That's so damn dumb. <laughs> I wasn't into Saweetie so at first, so, but I, I like I her. I just want to call myself Saweetie. Saweetie. That's just, that's just dumb. Very, and I'm probably, very. you know, I'm probably putting a little extra to it. No, that's, it, it is Saweetie. It is pronounced just yes. like that but. and, and uh, spelled. But, um, yeah, y'all know, well, she, she hood red Helen, but, um, uh, what I'ma be, uh Yosh with the market uh I'm I'm twerking uh twerking Trina then cause child, I stay with it. Oh my god I stay with the shit. You heard you let something come twerking, on. Twi- I'm pop locking and dropping it. I can't pop even say that. That's a it. tongue twister for me. Twerking Trina. Avon, you don't dance, do you? Um, you know, I do my little thing, you know. You I'm, I'm 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 you know, behind the scenes, you behind I'm, I'm the undercover. Scene. Oh, oh behind, yeah, me too. Bonnie. Yeah, what you the, know? What the hell I, ever? I'm I undercover. Am. Just now, go. I'll dance, but you know, I, I'm undercover. You know that. I'm That's undercover. why y'all call me Grandma. Uh, y'all see what I got? We don't to deal put ourselves on Front Street like no, that. No, well, I'm sometimey. Uh, I flip flop flop to flip with it. But then, like I said, because y'all cut up so bad, that's why I have to. You just don't have sit to. There. I don't. I don't. I don't have to. I just sit there and everybody be like, that's get why, your girls. I'm like, I can't get that's them. That's why when we I partying, just it'll just be me and Jen on the floor acting like two straight. We'll come out there. Retire. Yeah. Retire. Me and Lana come out there, but now you and Jenny Friday. Yeah. yeah. Now y'all just oh, roll yeah. with we, it. We going to just tear it up. Um, we we uh we be hookers coming out of retirement. <laughs> That's and, uh, why I gave y'all those uh, retired hot girl shirts. <laughs> Absolutely, cause y'all we 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 be retired. We be uh 
old loop dancers coming out of retirement. Mm. Try to uh, see if we still got it, and then we be uh, laid up with the being gay slavered all over us <laughs> uh-huh, the next the day. The Melaleuca, all that. <laughs> yes. I'm just Vaughn. I ain't got no yeah. gimmick to my name. Just Vaughn. Vonchella. 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 Oh, you, so you, is that your introduction? Vaughn. No, Vaughn. what's your, um... What's your saucy name? I don't have. Well, yeah, it is. I used v- to be Vaughn um, with the what's what's your what's your little Vaughn thing? Unveils. Yeah. No, but so back in the day, I used to go by um Delicious V. Mm. God damn it! God damn. I, I'm not dealing with this <laughs> today. Delicious V. Delicious now, now, what's the backstory to that, honey? That's that's what's Vaughn's the backstory to that? that story. That whole shit. Vaughn mm, unveils mm, mm, one day. One day. One day. One day she gonna tell us the I'm story tell behind them what the, the V stand for. That V, delicious V. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, mm. <laughs> how was y'all week? We, we gonna write a story called Hooker Tales. Bestseller. No. Yeah. no, I need you to finish unapologetic part two. Because I'm tired. Y'all I'm still, ain't getting no unapologetic what? part it's until the movie years. come out. It, has it been five years? It or was. Three? Mm. Yes, it's been five years in February. Mm. Jeez, it came out. It came out February 2016. 2016. 2016. And I mean, this is ridiculous. It's, I'm waiting for the movie. I mean, you're doing us like Sister Soldier doing. Um, so, oh, Lord, the coldest winter. Yeah, that's that's yes. exactly how I'm going to do y'all last. 20 so, years. So if and y'all, I think they finally coming out with the movie. Yeah. Finally. How many years later? Like 20 some years later. Was, this yeah. is ridiculous. Okay. So if y'all want to speed process up, tell them what the cash app is on um, Vine. Oh, you yeah, because um, no, I don't know it. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Our cash app is the VN Podcast. Make sure you put that dollar symbol in front of the. Ching, ching. And uh, give us some uh, money. We need to make the movie. And if you haven't copped the book, cop that so you can know what we're talking about. Because yeah. that motherfucker's a banger. It's, it's a good. banger. Yes, it is. I'm telling you, I'm still on the, on the edge um, of the cliff. This week has been, like, a little different. I think it started, like, the end of the week last week, and it's just coming on into this week. It's just starting off different. COVID. Really? It's just, yeah, it's a little, it's I don't know. Pandemic. I hate when I get these feelings. because pandemic Every time COVID-y. I get these feelings, somebody died. Are you serious? Because, okay, when our friend Tracy um, passed away, mm-hmm. I had a feeling for like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I cannot shake this feeling. I remember announcing that. Now, mind you, I had Macari in March. I returned back to work like May. So the whole month of June, I was telling my coworkers, telling Yoshi, like, I got this strange feeling. I just cannot shake it, y'all. I cannot shake it. I cannot shake it. And lo and behold, like, Tracy passed away. Well, I don't like your intuition. Something, well, sometimes, I mean, hey. But, but every time. But who was that that just died? And I told you that week. Right. I said. Your uncle. Something. It was your uncle. It was your uncle, no, and then yeah, it was and somebody it was a, else. It was a celebrity, It was too. a celebrity. Yeah. Uh-huh. And was. I said, I, don't, I said, something ain't right in my right. spirit. I don't Mm-mm. feel right. I feel Mm-mm. like somebody about to go. Right. Somebody major. 
And it was the celebrity and it was my uncle. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Mm. So it's just like... And then, of course, my darling daughter, shout out to Miss um, Khadija Henderson. She's all into the, the, I don't know what to call it, spiritual force. I don't know. But she was telling me, she was like, Ma, you know we back in Mercury retrograde. And I'm like, here we go again. And she was like, no, Mom, I'm serious. That's why all this stuff happening. That's why maybe your moods and stuff like that and your moods with people and people are changing and all that. She was like, we back in it again. And she was like, this has been... um it's been a while since it's come like back to back like this. And see, she can explain that stuff to you more. I I don't mm. understand it. Yeah, um, so if you much. if you know about all the Mercury yeah. retrograde, cause see, I haven't grasped that Mm-mm, yet. Me neither. Um, break it down for us in our Gmail. I'm still trying to understand zodiac signs. Y'all don't, <laughs> y'all way over my head with with right. Mercury. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand zodiac signs. I'm oh, still trying to understand Lord. mine. We gotta uh, again. You try. Finding a book, y'all. Yeah. I'm still trying to understand mine. But, um, okay. I didn't do much this week. I, I did Meals on Wheels for my awesome. community um, contribution. Did you so deliver? I, no, I, I did the packing. Okay, you did Yeah, the I did the packing. Who okay. pays for the food for Meals on Wheels? That's a grant. It's grant funded and um, state funded. Oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yes. I and thought, it's nonprofit. It's nonprofit I grant funded, maybe state y'all, funded. y'all um, buy the food and then y'all distribute it. I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. So the next time I do it, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a driver. I wanna, if you don't mind, if I can come. Oh, I yeah. wanna come because I love doing that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to I'll love doing it with link. the kids. I'll send you mm-hmm. the link. How to um yeah. sign up for it? I yeah. love doing that. Cool. I don't know what y'all looking at me for. <laughs> because you need to talk about your week so we can move it along. Oh, I thought y'all was looking at me because y'all was waiting for me to be like, I was going to pass out the food. Or I you was need to come. Come help so we out. Can, you need to come so you can talk to the elderly. I love it. That's why I like to do it because I want to talk to the people that you deliver to. Um, <laughs> I love it. So I started doing a feeding people every Friday. Whatever right. was I calling it? I can't remember, but um, I do know um, you do yeah. it. Feed your neighbor Friday, mm-hmm. and I have been doing it. But um, I told myself for October because this is my birthday month, and I do so much for everybody all the time. I'm not doing nothing for nobody this month. I just think it's time for me to have some self care and be a little selfish, because um, these niggers done bled me dry. I'm about to be broke in a minute. I done gave these niggas the shirt off my back, my bra, my drawers, and everything, and I, I'm, I'm tired, and so I, I'm lying. I might give them an apple or something, but I done went too hard for these people. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> yeah, and um, it it makes me feel good to give, which is leading into our show right. today. But sometime, you know, man used to talk shit to me so bad, talking about. You can get on my goddamn nerves. You gonna give somebody the shirt off your back and be standing outside in the goddamn cold, freezing the goddamn death. But you know what's so funny? You say that because he was the same way. Exactly. He was the same way. Is that same Seriously. way? And then be talking shit when everybody in America owe him some goddamn money. <laughs> but he is the same way. Yeah, a giver. So but, the yeah. two of us together, giving and giving and giving. That's a blessing and a cursing. Yeah, it yeah, is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gift and care. a curse. Yeah. It is. 
because you got good people who will appreciate it, and mm-hmm. then you got bad people who will take advantage, advantage. of it. Mm-hmm. So right. and you don't know when to not. You don't know when to say no or yeah. enough is enough. Right. right. So, hmm. yeah, you just hope, you know, everybody do things for the right reason and with good intentions. Right. So, and I'm Yosh with the most and doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> and I stay sucker free, getting money and living flat. I think if you didn't do the most, I'd be worried. Well, you know. I'd be a little worried. like, you Okay. You had a bad day? I'd be like, I'm sick. I'm very sick. And um, I'm just not going to do the most today. I'll I'll be a little concerned. But, you know. um, So what I show about Purpose. Purpose. What's the official title for our show? We're going to talk about purpose today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give purpose a hand clap. Lord Jesus. Ain't God good? Yes, he is. Come on with it. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Curtis <laughs> Blow. When, when did they <laughs> do that in the church? Y'all some fools. And you know what? I ain't taking them to church be embarrassing me. I miss church. I do, too. Sidebar, I do. I, do. I miss church. I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready to go back to church. Are they, are they open? Some are, some, some are. aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm ready to but go back. But church is within your heart. It is, and you know, it's not but a I just, place. Yeah, but, but you gotta, I want to be but I miss in the, the, the house the of the Lord. The house of fellowship. the Lord. Yes. Because when you go into the house yes. of the Lord, it's just a different it is. feeling. It is. It is. Yeah. When you worship, the presence it's just of the Lord is Yeah, here. you can oh, feel look it. At you. Go you ahead. It. Praise and worship. Go ahead. Yeah, send us All have, right. You're feeling the atmosphere. Go ahead. Go ahead. What they told Shug Gabriel. What they told Shug Gabriel. Send us have, have songs too. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They don't sing your song. You see, she look at me when she said that. Send us have songs too. Daddy, I see you, Shug. Now you going down to the jute joint? Yeah, yeah. honey. I'm bring the whole crowd with me. Shug couldn't even sing the song no more. and she tell had to us, singing. Go and tell us that uh, definition of oh, purpose. Oh, the definition. So um, I'm going to read out three definitions. Two of them, one is a noun, one is a verb, and then I'm going to um, give another part of purpose Mm -hmm. so purpose the now it says the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists the verb is have as one's intention or objective Mm. and then there is having purpose to have a purpose means to have a sense or drive that helps you accomplish your goals in life a tick that keeps you going and doing the right things Having purpose means knowing yourself, knowing your priorities, and aligning your behavior with your desired outcome. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Mm. I like that. I like that um, having purpose meaning. Say the, say the last part again, Vaughn, when it said knowing yourself. Yes. Have purpose means knowing yourself, mm-hmm. knowing your priorities, and aligning your behavior with your desired outcome. Mm-hmm. 
With your desired with outcome. With your desired outcome. Okay. You're going to have to screenshot that and send I like it that, Vaughn. I like yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know how to uh, prioritize or align themselves in their purpose. Right. I don't even think they know their purpose. I think they see something and it look good to them. So mm-hmm. they feel like they supposed to be doing it. And then I know people who just just do stuff because I don't know, just to be doing it. Or maybe, maybe because someone has to make told it, them yeah. this is what you're right. supposed to be doing right. and they, they maybe they see like a, a a gain in it and say, Who ooh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just like all these pastors that's out here, everybody mm-hmm. wasn't called to preach. No. Some of these people just see the the monetary gain mm-hmm. in preaching. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's not just to say they see somebody doing it and they think, oh, that's cute. I want to do it too. They see. So they're, so with that, they're doing it for the wrong reason. Hmm. You see what I'm and saying? And I feel like they're not as successful in doing it when they're supposed to be speaking a word. Um, no, I know some crooks that done been real successful in doing it. Yeah, but in the end, they'll get that. You know, they'll get theirs in the end, mm-hmm. and I mean, really, in the end, when they go done, see the them Lord, crooks done stole they'll get theirs a lot in of people' end. money. But I, I also see ministers who, when they are called to preach, it's it's just something about how they're how they teach. They are teachers. They're I not like just a teacher. Yes. I, I like a teacher. You can preach to me, but teach me. I'm going to, you know, take it on my own accord and and do my studying and and, and go back. But talk to me. Don't talk at me. At me. Right. And that's what I'm saying. The lectures, when they do their teaching and preaching on that Sunday or whatever day it is, Mm -hmm. I feel like I I see the difference. Um, and I, you know, I want to bring up, um, Simeon Moultrie, but I don't want to, you know, cause I don't know the so- story verbatim, but he talked about his story and how he was called to preach a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago. And he talked about how he was at South Carolina state. His father was a minister, but he never thought he was going to go into ministry. Mm. But when he was called his whole entire life, like changed. And he talked about that specific sermon. And I'm going to look for the sermon and I'm going to send it to y'all so y'all can hear it for yourselves. I remember it. Yeah. He talked about that. Like his mm-hmm. friends changed. You know, the, his when you walk in, changed. in like your purpose, changed. I really think things that's right. around you, your center will change. Yep. You it, will. it can't be the same. And that yep. was, that actually is one of the um, talking points. Top, mm-hmm. Yeah. That I wanted to get into so we can okay. circle back to that one. Okay. So I want to know, ladies, do you know your purpose? I feel like I know what my purpose is. Um, I can't say for sure um, because, you know, I read something and then it kind of contradicted what I felt like purpose was. But it um, basically was like, so to me, it's almost like when you feel so strongly and so passionate about something, you feel like you were purposed to do it. Mm-hmm. So you just go full force with it. But actually, were you purposed to do that? Or is that just something that you are fixated on? So you have to 
know the difference between fixation on something or being obsessed with something and then being purposed to do something. Now, going back to the conversation that we had about my book, Unapologetic. So I had a vision for this book when I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. I didn't write this book until I was 38, 39 years old. And it came to fruition. I gave birth to this book in 2016. I was not even quite 40. So I have had a, like, literally, from 19 to 40, I carried the story of Mona with me. Mm -hmm. Like... I knew Mona was going to be a book. Well, no, I knew Mona was going to be a movie. However, I did not know Mona was going to be a book first. But I knew Mona was going to be a book. I mean, I knew she was going to be a movie. So with that, now I knew after I wrote the book that she was going to be a series because of the way I wrote her. So God continued to reveal things to me as the book became a real thing and was brought into fruition because remember it was only in my mind and then I made it tangible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then I encompassed unapologetic as a part of me because who do I portray? To be unapologetic. It's unapologetic. Right. right. And that's what everybody knows me as. People will see me out in the street and say, that's unapologetic. Like, literally. And, I mean, to me, it's a compliment. Um, I know in my heart of hearts that something in that book, something in that word was purposed for my life. Understand? So with that being said, it's not an obsession. It's not a fixation. It's just the fact that God continues to unveil and to direct me and to show me things and visions. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I had a dream. Did I tell you about the dream? Yeah, you did. You told me. I went to bed early Mm -hmm. two Fridays ago, nine o'clock. And when I tell you the whole movie played out in my dream at nine o'clock, I woke up at midnight because I toyed with, do I finish watching this movie or do I get up and write all this shit down? I got up. I started writing. My ass ain't go back to bed till four o'clock. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. So we got a, 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 a book in the making? No, not a book, but I'm talking about how, to, I mean, just different things that I could add to the movie to just mm. make it that much more, mm. like, great. That is something. Mm-hmm. So this is what I say, and and this is me dreaming. I'm, mm. un, I'm technically unconscious when I'm dreaming. Right. So if it's brought to me, who brought it to me other than God? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not imagining this. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I feel like when you are purposed to do something, your path, things will align themselves Mm -hmm. 
to where it's either brought to you or you will go to it in order for you to fulfill your destiny, in order for you to fulfill your purpose. That's even like with people. Right. Think about it. We meet people every day. Mm-hmm. We cross pe- people's paths every day. I agree. And by no order or instance do I think meeting or, you know, falling out or anything right. with anybody is a mistake. Right. You were met mm-hmm. to have this encounter with, with this, this person. person. You are so Good right, or bad. Yasha. Because you're, you're going to learn something from right. that experience. Exactly. So... I've met people where I said, I met you before. I felt like I might have met him in another life. I might have met him in a dream. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. So I just feel like purpose and destiny all kind of go together. Mm-hmm. And nothing is by chance. Everything is like a divine intervention or, intervention per- or yeah. ordinance mm-hmm. and and. God is the director of this all. Right. We don't have a say-so right. over anything. Right. That's even like if somebody was trying to commit suicide. You could try. But guess what? If he don't want you to die, it's you ain't going time. nowhere. You're not right. going anywhere. Yep. Huh. Um, with me, I do know my purpose has always been to serve others. I just get a joy out of helping others. I don't have to know the person. I don't have to expect anything in return because I never expect anything to re- um, in return. If it's my time, if it's my money, if it's something that I can give from my home or somebody else's home, I know that that is what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. Now, did I always know? No, because when I was younger, did I think that I was going to be um, in the human services field, no, I never really thought that I would be a therapist, let alone mental health therapist, but I always knew that I love serving others. So I know my purpose, and that may be vague to some people, is to serve others, but as we've said, it's a walk through the journey, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. saying, okay, yeah, You're going to serve others, but this is in the capacity that you're going to serve. And then it's like, oh, good, cool. I want to stay here for the rest of my um, days and retire here. God was like, Mm -mm. "Mm -mm, no, not yet. I I tell this story, and I know you all have heard it before. I don't know if I told it on podcast. Y'all, y'all know I'm in love. I love Fairfield County. It's a place in South Carolina um, for our listeners out of state. Um, I just knew my purpose was to stay there and be uh, an intricate part of that community and continue to grow the services and mental health and school base and all that stuff like that. I, it was something happened and I had to leave. I think it's some with the grant money or funding. I had to leave and come back to Columbia, but me and saying, no, I'm going to find my way back to Fairfield County. A job came open. So guess who Moses right on back to Fairfield County? Yticia. So I go back up there. I'm happy. I implement myself. My my supervisor wasn't there that day. So I had to take on a meeting. Y'all know I don't like public speaking. <laughs> I had to take on a meeting with the superintendent of the school district. 
and some other heavy hitters and some school board members um, and and discuss how I wanted the school-based services for mental health to be implemented back into the schools. Guess what? By the, I did that at 1 o'clock. By the end of my day at 5 o'clock, I received a call from Mr. Webster Anderson saying, congratulations, Ms. Williams. School-based services with Fairfield County Mental Health has been implemented again. We are happy to have you back. I was blown away. So I'm like, yes, I knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. So, I, you know, I'm back. I'm doing this. Um, and the services are good. And then something happened and it was just a, it was just a blow. I had to return back to Columbia and this time I wasn't going to be in the schools. I was going to be in clinic base, mm-hmm. but what it set me up for to make a long story short, I got sick. Um, but it set me up for me really sitting down, preparing for my license and moving on in my journey. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, okay, God, I've been in clinic base. God, I did substance abuse. God, I've been in the schools as a totally different person, um, not even doing therapy, but still helping children and families. And I thought I was going to be there forever. That still wasn't my plan. You were right, Yoshi, when you say you meet people, and you don't know the purpose of meeting people. While I was on that journey um, in Fairfield and in um, in Columbia, while I was working in the school district, it was my purpose to meet certain individuals. And those certain individuals remembered um, my professionalism. They remembered what I did for the community what I did outside of my job, because it was a whole bunch of things. I have bought children clothing. I have bought children and their families groceries, not to brag or anything, but it was just the thing that I do and build those relationships for a whole nother purpose in my life that it was a goal or a bucket list that I wanted to do. And I tried at one time to do um, a certain thing. And for some, I didn't get in that time. I I wasn't even called for an interview or whatever at that time. But this second go round for that main purpose, all those individuals that I had met during this time of walking in my journey and my purpose played a big role into getting me where I am today. Oh, look at that. And every time I think about it, it's just, it it is mind blowing because as you was talking, I was thinking about that because those people vouched for me and said, no, you want this girl in your organization because she is going to bring, she is going to bring, she's going to bring herself. She's going to, she's going to serve. She's going to love. She might not talk much, but I'm telling you outreach is her thing. And that is what she's going to do. And so I am grateful for that now. As far as doing what I want to do right now, I'm at a place where I thought I wouldn't be, but it is a great place because I'm still serving, Uh but it's in a different way. So I had to change how I looked at it. Do I feel like this is the end? No, because 
I, I feel stronger and stronger about something that I know that I'm supposed to be doing. But I, I always promised God that time I was in Fairfield, I would never have to have him push me out mm. anywhere else in order for me to do what he said he was going to do. So when he tells me your time is up or he brings that um, thought to me that my time is up and I know that is him speaking to me, then I know my time will be up and then my purpose is to go on and move further in serving others. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Very. Yep. Was it a little, uh, did you find it uh, kind of like freaky? Like, oh, my goodness. The same people that I ran yes. across. Because some of them I didn't know that they were connected in that way. And they didn't know that I even wanted to be connected to them in that way. And so when they found out, they was like, well, why you didn't say nothing a long time? I don't think it was meant for me to say anything to you all. I just had to show it was like, we know her. We know this young lady and we know she's a great fit. And it's crazy that you say that because people watches they watch us you. and yeah. you don't know who it is that's watching you right. and you may have to cross their path. Yep. And it's just like, oh my goodness. Like they know your character. They know what you're about. That's why you can't go out there and act a fool. No, You can't go out there and, just be running the streets saying anything and just looking any kind of way and right. whatever. Right. It's very important. I know for me, I toyed with purpose for, for a very long time. And I think I've mentioned it to you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think we're thinking so big. We're thinking, uh, it's, is right in front of your face when you don't realize because it's so it seems small to you and mm-hmm. we're looking for something big like our purpose has to be some grand speaker talking to the masses or, or whatever right but I really had to think about my life journey from a child to where I am now right and it seems like everybody that come into my life have some type of um, mental issue where they're very depressed Mm -hmm. or they suffer with some type of substance abuse that's Mm -hmm. causing them to have some type of mental illness. And I remember my sister was diagnosed when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. That was my first encounter of having someone close to me with mental illness. And I had to prepare myself at the age of 12 years old, how to, think like an adult, how to move like an adult, how to manipulate um, that person in thinking differently than what they are. Like I had to change my behavior. I had to change a lot of, a lot of things about me. I had to um, grow up way ahead of my time. Mm -hmm. And that's because of my sister. Well, it seems like everyone else that came in my life after that had problems. Even my son living in the home with my sister because he's never lived with anyone or seen anyone that had mental illness. I'm, I'm saying mental illness, like right. really having break, right. um, what you outburst. call it? Ner- uh, out, yeah. Like really bad outbursts. Yeah. When my son went to college, his roommate was diagnosed with um, bipolar and depression, something, manic, manic depression. Uh, split a personality, some oh, type of personality oh, disorder. Personal, okay. So because Avoided. my son had already experienced his aunt 
with mental illness and how he and he saw how I dealt with her. dealt with it. Isn't that something? He knew how to maneuver and move with this person because you don't know wow. when you are in the bed sleep and you got somebody standing over your head with a knife. Right. What you gonna do? Right. And see that happened to me with my sister. Mm. Right. You know, sleeping with one eye open, one eye closed, you just don't know how a person is going to move. So you have to be smarter than them. You have to outsmart them. And one thing I know about my sister, I can't speak for everyone with mental illness, but you cannot let them know that you are afraid of them. Right. Because if you do let them know that you're they afraid, got you. they yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. And they let me tell you. you, you're done. Yeah. You're done. And see, with me, I had to stand up to her. I had to let her know, I don't care what weapon you have in your hand. I had nothing but myself. Right. I'm scared. I got my child in the other room. Mm-hmm. But my sister respected me. Right. And she know that I can't play with her mm-hmm. like I play with my mama. Right. See, my mama was scared of her. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so my son saw that. So he was 10 steps ahead when he went mm-hmm. to college with his roommate. And it seemed like everybody in my life had some type of issue. And I was always the one that they can call to talk to. Right. And I'm like, am I the voice of reason? So I feel like my purpose Mm -hmm. is being available for people, for them to be an outlet. And it's not um, a burden on my shoulders. Right. Because to me, I'd rather for you to tell me than for you to go out and do something stupid to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So I toyed with what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Now, I, I'm sure I could do more things than just, mm-hmm. you know, be there for someone. But I really think ultimately God put me in a position for me to make sure that person is in out of harm's way. Right. So be that block for that person. Right. And I, or the I comfort. Yeah. Or the comfort. When I say block, I mean, don't let them do anything to themselves, you okay. know, like block whatever it is that they're trying to do to themselves. If, if I'm not available, I don't know what may happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just feel like that is my purpose is to make sure that, and you know, give words of encouragement. But it's almost right. like, don't say block because it mm-hmm. could almost be like, you could be the refuge right. or a refuge. That's mm-hmm. a better word. Yeah. Cause it could be like, Hey, you want me to call Vaughn? You want me to call Vaughn? That'll make you feel better. You, and yeah. so that person might then snap out of it and be like, yeah, yeah, call Vaughn because I, I need to talk. I have a guy friend, um, you know, he's going through a very terrible divorce right now, and it's, it's real nasty. And he has, you know, some uh, mental issues. You know, he w- he was in the military. He has PTSD really bad. Bless and, his heart. And, you know, the things that, he does for his family and how he got burned. And I don't, I'm not saying that he is perfect and I'm sure it was, you know, two sides, three sides, to every story, the mm-hmm. truth, his, hers and, and, and the, the truth. truth. Mm-hmm. And so, but for him, you know, me knowing that he has PTSD mm-hmm. and I know people that have it, the outcome that has happened, right. suicide, you know, mm-hmm. harming someone else mm-hmm. going, resulting in the drugs or whatever. Right. So he can call. I, I, don't, I don't have to speak to him for a very long time. But when he calls, I know he's calling because he needs to unload. Right. And I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. And Vaughn, you bring up such a great point because what 
you majored in has nothing to do with counseling. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. That's what I always tell people, too. You don't have to have a degree to be that counselor. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have that um, degree to be that comforter. It's your calling. And that's what I tell people all the time. Just because somebody doesn't have, you know, M-A-B-A, L-M-S-W, L-P-C, all that behind their name, that doesn't mean that they're not somebody that they can't respect and talk to and listen to and give great advice. Mm -hmm. Because some of the people, best people I know that have given great advice and given great skills, even though they haven't even mastered or went to school for that, are people that don't have degrees. It's a calling. It's a craft. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. And that is why sometimes, like, when people will call on me and say something, I'm like, well, no. You know, sometimes I'm not, just because I'm a therapist, yes, I have the background, but I may not be the best fit for that person. You know, I, I love working with children. That's my thing working with children and even now I even see I like working with the elderly now which I didn't realize that but I love they it they funny they I hilarious yes I love talking with them just as much as I love talking to children let me tell you but what I, I just feel like I said I just want to say I'm glad that you brought that up mm-hmm. because people sometimes think well I have to have a do-. no you don't your purpose has nothing to do with um Sometimes it has nothing to do with what you went to school for mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know Mm-mm. what? Speaking of the elderly, and we're going to get back on topic, mm-hmm. but how, you know, I was like, how old do I have to be before I get to say what I want to say? <laughs> because these old people, they can say what they want to say and they don't care. But you know what? Unapologetic. But Vaughn, it's funny that you say like, that. How old I got to be? One of my lines, she, <laughs> y'all, she just turned 30. The sweetest, she is the sweetest thing. But she wanted everybody to give advice about being in their 30s. But, of course, since I'm the only one in my 40s, I'm like, well, I can tell you, once you, I just told her, once she's in her 30s, she really learns to love herself. She really learns to assert herself more. Mm -hmm. And I think as we get older in these decades, I think we all start asserting ourselves more and start saying what we feel to get it all out. And just go on and not really care about it. And I think as we get older, that's what happens. I want to be at the age where I can say what I want to say. You, you, knew, you knew who you was at 30? You you was No. No, that's not what I was saying. I said you start loving yourself more. I mean, more. You, you, started lo- you started loving yourself more at 30? I started loving myself more at 30. I did in my 30s. I mean, I, I shouldn't, when I said the first Thing, you knew who you were. You became more self-aware to love yourself at 30? At 30. I didn't. I did. I started learning more about me at 30. Yeah. Which I, I'm not think, saying not at the yeah, age of 30, but at, through that but whole in the, entire in the, decade. Yeah, in the whole, yeah. Yes. Yes. I yeah. think 30 was discovery. Yes. The whole the whole 30s yep. was discovery for me. Absolutely. I think you own something. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how it was. You just love to learn, you know, you're more self-aware, you're more assertive. Um, you know, the the cuz you like feel you like say, you I'm take getting your trash old now. Mm-hmm. Yourself. Yeah, you getting older and you know what you want. Um, and you're not afraid to say what you want. You go after more mm-hmm. in your 30s and then when you hit your 40s, it's like Okay, we're going to rev this up a <laughs> notch. And you just keep going and going and going. So 
So, And I'm glad you said afraid because my next um, topic is, are you afraid to walk in your purpose? Could you be afraid to walk yeah. in your purpose? Um, I am because I have, I've avoided, and y'all know this, so I'm not even going to elaborate. Um, I have, I have to say it sometimes I'm like, I don't think that's my calling. This can't be what you want me to do. Are you sure about this? Because I don't know, but I'm telling you, if you don't listen to what your higher power says to you, I'm telling you in a web's land, God will tug at you until you go the path that he wants you to go in. Or God will not bless you with the things that you right. want until you, be, become, be until you become obedient to his word. Right. And it's funny that you should say what you said, because before I came in here, I was looking through my memories and I saw the post. What if I fail? Then it says. But what if I fly? Yep. Mm. Yep. So many people struggle with fear of, I'm scared, I'm scared, mm -hmm. I'm scared. Scared don't live in me. Yeah. Scared don't live in me. You tell me I can't do something, I'm going to show you I can, and I'm going to show you I'm going to be the best to do it. Because I feel like I'm unstoppable. You got to have the spirit of a giant. And... I mean, I want to leave this world with no regrets. I don't want to leave a stone unturned. I want to be able to have the kind of life where, say, where I say I did every damn thing I wanted to do, and I had a ball doing it, whether I was great at it, whether I failed. But I could tell you right now, what is the first thing you see when you go on my Facebook page? I am the baddest motherfucker I know. <laughs> and honey, I mean that. And you and, have to and, say it. And, and I, and I live by it. It, right. it don't matter what anybody says. I'm my own right. hype man. I'm my own goddamn cheerleader. I talk myself into everything I do. Ain't nobody got to give me no confidence. Ain't nobody got to give me no pushes. I'm going to do it myself. And I'm going to push their ass. Mm -hmm. And they can tell you. I get in their ass like... I'm they whole damn uh motivational speaker <laughs> slash um peer counselor, pastor, whatever. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that and and these are the people who don't know me. They they second guess me and they talk about me because yes, I cuss like a sailor. But the people who know me know me, they know my heart. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So regardless of how it comes out, it's all love. It's all goodness. The man at my job who I work on the hallway, he's my provider. He said, you, to me, are like the disciple Peter is to Jesus. He didn't always do it right. right. He didn't always listen. Right. But he was his number one man. Right. Because he was able to understand his purpose what he needed to do. He understood right. the assignment. Right. Mm -hmm. Period, point blank. And right. I understand the assignment. I might not be there running all through the church, right. speaking in tongues and know the scripture, but guess what? I'm there to minister mm -hmm. to the heathens. But that you minister speak in your own and way. And walk and talk right. like me. 
Right. Everybody don't quote Bible scriptures. No. Everybody don't know all the gospel and the hymns from the Bible. But guess what? I'm that real life example of you ain't got to have it all together. Mm -mm. You ain't got to be perfect. It ain't all got to be pieced up mm -hmm. and beautiful and perfect for you to come to Jesus just as you are and say, right. God, I love you. You are my source. Lead me and I will follow. Right. You know who that remind what that remind me of? Leandra. You Leandra know the God Johnson. Yes. I know she a mess. Yeah. I I know she a mess, but her heart, her heart right. is, is her, in the right place. Her heart right. is in the right place. She doesn't always display herself right. in the right light. Right. But but, but who God when does. she but gets God into her, her ministering, but right. God knows God her heart. God knows her heart. Yeah. And when, I mean, that's just like Kurt Franklin. A lot of people don't like him and say he's fake and phony and stuff like that. But honestly, Kurt Franklin was one of the people that brought younger people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Just right. just put it mm -hmm. honest and put it out there. He was one of the people that ministered younger kids to Christ to say, okay, we're going to blow up this hip-hop thing. Tradition yeah. or generation of, of music. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get Leanne. He did. I don't like Kirk Franklin music, but I, I like, like I, I but I, but I like what he represents. Right. I, I see where he was going with it. I do. I like his music. I like mm -hmm. I like beat your son ass, Kurt. <laughs> well, that's the same yeah, Kurt. That's, same that's what Kurt. I'm talking about. That's the same Kurt. But you but to but to see that side of him, it was so real. I it was real. It. Always it was real. real. I loved that's it. the thing. I loved it. He's just always been real. Right. Even now, when what he, I didn't like how he apologized for what he did. Don't you didn't have to apologize to anyone. And he right. felt like he did. He well, a lot of people no felt like he didn't he didn't need that either, Vaughn. You're right. A lot of people felt no, like he because did not he was need living to his apologize. he was living in his truth at mm -hmm. that moment right. when it happened. And mm -hmm. that's real life for him. Right. You know, that's why I don't like about people when they they feel like you have to be a certain way all the, all the time. time. And I'm not. And no. that's why I tell people like I'm not. I'm just not that person. But, but what is purpose? Purpose is walking in your truth. Walking in yeah. your truth. And, and that's it. And when you walk in your truth and, and do what your purpose to do, it comes so naturally. They tell you all the time, if you work and live in your purpose, you'll do whatever it is you're doing for free. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, if I could go out here, say if I had all the money in the world, mm -hmm. all the money in the world, and I had to figure out what I wanted to do with my day, Guess what I would do with my day? What's this that? is how you know what your purpose to do. I would just pump unapologetic to become a movie. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that message in that book speaks to so many women, mm -hmm. girls. And I have to speak to every woman's heart. Every woman who read that book comes back to me and tells me, they saw a piece of them. Mm -hmm. And one of those women in that book, especially Mona. Mm -hmm. And I know the more people that read that book or the more women that read that book, the more hearts I'm going to heal. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this is why I know this is my purpose. Oh, Lord, I'm getting chills talking about this shit. <laughs> God, damn. But this is good. This is good, y'all. Yeah. I mean, knowing your purpose, knowing... It just make you feel good. And if you don't know your purpose, don't get all out frazzled about Please it. Don't. It's going to come It's going to come. And you know, 
I remember having a conversation a couple of months ago where even somebody asked, well, does your purpose change? I believe absolutely mm-hmm. your purpose changed. And you, and then that's when, in turn, you change. I think when you grow, right? when you grow in areas in your yeah. life, mm-hmm. your purpose can change. Your purpose mm-hmm. is going to change. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I say, well, God, okay, we walk in this journey. Are you sure? Okay, I'm about to leave. I trust in you. So there we have it. I'm continuing walking and serving others. That's you just almost like that's no. almost like um <laughs> do you feel like you was purposed to be a mother? Oh yeah. I don't think I was. Really? I mean I had been uh my brother's mamas, they uh the second mama. They whole life. And I didn't, I, and I, I'm going to be very transparent uh, into Webb's land. I didn't want children. I wanted to live uh, my young little uh, thoughtin uh, whole life uh, at 23 and have fun and shop and um, date dope boys and um, just spend money and, you know, do me. Stay fly, which you yeah. call Stay, Stay fly. sucker free. Sucker free. Live fly, fly. And uh, get money. Yeah. I just wanted to be a young entrepreneur and, you know, be a trend-setting, go-getting, you know, whatever. So when I had the thought of being a mother with this unexpected faux pas (laughs) of a pregnancy, I was in denial. And I was like, what the hell? Not to say that I had never been around a baby because I've been raising babies my whole life. right? But I ain't want none. Yeah, you didn't want that responsibility but for yourself. That but, was a part of your life and your journey. Once I <laughs> held this child in my hands, my whole life changed. Yep. And everything I did and every decision I made centered around her happiness and everything I had to do for her. And when I tell you I sacrificed my whole entire life yep, for 18 absolutely. years, Based on, she will always come first. If I have food, she will eat first. If I have a place to live, she will have the room and I could sleep on the floor. Amen. Amen. If it was a matter of clothes, she could be warm and I would be cold Mm -hmm. because she she became priority. Right. So even though she's an adult now, it's still my purpose to put her first before everything. Mm-hmm. However, now she's grown. She's in her own space. So now I can focus on other things. Right. But regardless of the fact, if you ever ask me where my priorities lie. Right. It's with my daughter. Absolutely. That's first. Right. That is what it says. Having purpose means knowing yourself. Yep. Knowing your priorities. And aligning your behavior with your desired outcome. God damn, I'm on point. You on point. And I think everybody knows by now, Kari Williams. The center of the universe. Still first. It probably always be first for a while. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know that song by Michael Jackson called The Lady of My Life. (laughs) He is the man, the gentleman of her life. That was it because my first thought was, okay, what about Kari? Even with jobs that I took, what about Kari? You know, it was just him. So, Yoshi, I'm with you. Because you ain't no damn mama if you put niggas and 
and and babies right and, i mean niggas and and jobs and and um i mean you know you can't say with well, military job, women you know. yeah. yeah yeah military women gotta leave the the cheering true but you know it gotta come a point in time where you know you had women back in the day they used to leave the baby with mama and then you wonder why, well, why y'all ain't never go back and get the baby? But she done went back and had three more kids mm-hmm. with the new stepdad and the first baby still right. over here at grandma house. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, why you ain't went and go back and get little Sammy? Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't fit the 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 family um outline. I got right. a, I got some problem with that. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. What you say? Because you was a young mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Avon. With me, I never, I never um, I was 17 when I had my son. So wanting to have a kid never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, when it happened, I had postpartum really, really, really bad. Um, I was in denial. I was in denial up until I was seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. I had a big belly and everything was in denial. Mm-hmm. Until I felt the baby kick. And when I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't tell me I wasn't. Like, I just thought the baby was just. So when you held them. Well, when I gave birth, I didn't hold him immediately. I didn't want, I was still in denial. But when I went home, because in the hospital, I was still like, I had a really bad pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I went home, my world changed. Mm -hmm. My friend circle changed. Mm -hmm. My priorities changed. That's right. Um, Who I do it for, it was for him. Mm-hmm. Everything about me changed. I grew up. That's right. I made a decision At to 17. grow up. I made yep. a decision. You had to. And I could not run the road like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do I couldn't rip and run. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty in it is because I had them so young, I was able to enjoy the latter. Your mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, you know, I started living in my mm-hmm. 30s, to be right. honest. I, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I started living in my 30s because it was all about his, his education. Right. It was about growing up. It was about finding the right home for him because mm-hmm. I was still living at home with my mom up until he was like, I don't know, six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need space for him. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a boy. He needs to have his own, like, right. we need to be separated. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be watching me getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Right. Not saying that, you know, I was doing it, but still he needs his own bathroom. Mm-hmm. He needs this. And so I had to make it my business to go out there and find me shelter. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I did what I had to do. Right. And my purpose in life at that time was making sure that my child needs was number one. That's right. I right. Like, when Hook you, a crook, God damn it. Right. When you said a job, sometimes we got to... Find out how this job is going to align with our life. Now, mm-hmm. I know sometimes we got to do what we have to do, but don't you got to you have to take it into account. Like, how does this fit my life? Right. Because child care, you got to think about when you have a sitter, like mm-hmm. all this stuff you got to think about. So sacrifices. Right. Let me Some, tell you. Sometimes you got to make a phone call. Right. Mm-hmm. Nate. I'm in a bind. <laughs> and I just believe you cannot be the same person. The baby need Christmas. And I ain't got it. Look. Oh, I got to do something straight. I need the money, oh, Nate. Sometimes no. you got to line no, them ma'am. up. Sometimes you got to line them up. Vaughn, what's she the next point? Because she's starting. But baby, when you see that baby opening them Chroma presents. 
it make all oh, that whole and worthwhile, baby. No, ma'am. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm, oh, I'm playing. I'm trying to lighten up the show. I know. I'm just I know. saying, but that was her purpose. She had a look. She had an end goal. Yeah. Right. So she knew what she needed. So we to don't. Do. Right. We don't knock hoes on very necessary because mm-hmm. we know. Everybody, every woman in America, and if you say you didn't use a liar, you should do it. But I understand. Every woman's done had a whole moment in her life, or she done thought about. Now I'm a a little low. What can I use this honey pot for? Okay, Lord have mercy. Okay, I mean, so I ain't saying I would do it, but I understand. There you go. All I'm (laughs) saying. All I'm saying is you're sitting on a pot of gold, baby. Mm-hmm. You put I the kids understand. to bed. You make sure they don't see what you're doing. Uh-huh. Because they don't need to know how you got it. And for anybody who got an issue with what I just said. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like <laughs> And thus concludes our show today. <laughs> Come on, take us out. <laughs> Lord. Y'all know I wasn't gonna let us. Y'all know I just wasn't gonna let us have a nice show and not show out a little, little tad bit. It wouldn't be you. It well, would not be you, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to tell us about your purpose and if you want to share that information with us, send us an also very email yeah. to our Gmail to our yes. Gmail at the very v a r y necessary podcast at gmail dot com. Don't forget. Um, to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Don't forget to rate us five stars and leave us a review. Susie, take us out. Okay. Everybody. <laughs> you got to think about it. <laughs> what know, is wrong I with th- you? I told you I've been off. I'm serious. <sighs> Okay, everyone, please, um, this week, do something to improve your physical, social, emotional, mental, financial, and spiritual health. Why? Because self-care is very very necessary. necessary.